0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Summer Jensen about empowering teams and supporting employees through times of uncertainty. Summer Jensen, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations podcast. Thank you. I'm super excited to have this conversation. It's been fun getting to know you a little bit in recent months, and and just in our pre-conversation, the pre-interview today, talking about some of the crazy weather we've been having in Utah um, with with hurricane level winds knocking down trees. Uh, it's pretty crazy stuff, but it's it's uh, interesting. And neither of us have really been affected, but we have friends and family who have been. so interesting times indeed 2020 uh, has really been throwing a lot at us. Yeah. so uh, you know I, i'm wondering what what october is going to bring. it seems like every month there's something new.
1: it really does. it really does and i i with the weather lately you never know. it seems like you turn around and there's a new fire somewhere starting.
0: yep, for sure. hopefully the
1: weather today at least has helped put out some of those fires across the western half of the united states.
0: Yes. Yes, I hope so. Well, today we're going to be focusing on empowering teams and supporting employees through times of uncertainty. And we're certainly in the middle of times of uncertainty at the moment with COVID and just all of the the social context um, and geopolitical angst and strife. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot of uncertainty right now. So I think this is a really good topic to explore. As we get started, I just wanted to share Summer's bio with all of the listeners. Summer Jensen is a senior human resource leader with extensive experience in partnering with global leaders to coach employees and drive human capital initiatives forward in alignment with business objectives. She's passionate about empowering employees to do their best work and in creating inclusive cultures that allow for all employees to thrive in their work environment. Uh, and I, I must say that I, I wholeheartedly Agree with that kind of purpose and and uh, the approach that you take in the work that you do. Um, I I truly wish that more HR professionals would adopt a similar mindset. I think most probably do nowadays, but um, but there's still some holdouts (laughs) that kind of have an old old school kind of mentality. Um, But I think it really is all about empowerment. It's all about helping people maximize their own potential, seeing that within themselves, and then reaching to fulfill it. And we as leaders have an opportunity to really support them in that. Um, so it's a really important work that we do in the HR field, but also that all organizationally, all e- organizational leaders do uh, throughout up and down the organizational structure.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's, that's been something that career has been a constant conversation with leaders in every organization. I've It's, it's a transition from what does the policy say, to what's right for this situation, what's right for this and I think that it is definitely a shift and it's a, con- a conscious shift you have to make and I think that's where the struggle comes in for HR leaders and organizational leaders because that default is what have we done in the past, what's the consistent decision on whatever the situation is and that may not always apply. And so it's it's definitely a different mindset, but I think when we do that, it does open the door for more employee empowerment, which at the end of the day affects the bottom line positively, which is what we call.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, before we really launch into uh, the topic for today, anything else you want to share with listeners by way of background, personal context, anything like that to frame your experience?
1: Yeah, so uh, with my background, most of my career has been spent on the, the people op side. I actually transitioned over to the business partner side just a few years ago. And with that, I, I think what it did is it allowed me to approach my, the way that I partnered with my leaders from a, a data-driven perspective. Uh, coming from the op side, everything I was looking at was numbers related. And so coming into this partnership with it, it's really allowed me to better understand the business by coming uh, from the angle of what what do you need? What does the business need? And then looking at that from the people perspective, and helping that manager identify ways that they can motivate their employees to then reach those business objectives. So I think from that perspective, that is one thing that's helped me be successful and why it's been it's been easy for me to connect with business leaders that way.
0: Yeah, well, that, that's that's really good, and and I think, you know, it's it's this constant tension that we have in the HR space and organizational leadership space about data-driven decision making um, and understanding uh, metrics and assessment and how that should inform, uh, you know, our our interactions with our people and. And trying to help the organization succeed, balancing that with with the people side, um, with the the human side, and recognizing too that you know sometimes when we're in those meetings, um, some people are very analytical and data driven in their mindset. And so when you're in a meeting with those types of individuals, you absolutely want to have your ducks in a row and have the data to support what you're what you're um, saying, what you're arguing, or what you know what you're trying to get support for. Uh, but there's lots of people, and I, I think most people actually, that don't connect uh, as easily or readily with the, the, uh, the data um, alone. The data is important, but they really need some sort of an emotional hook, an emotional tie-in, and you know a connection to that human element um, for them to really get energized around a new idea or change initiative or you know whatever the case may be and so marrying the two together having the ability to speak speak to the analytical mind speak to the um to the human component as well uh can really help us drive success and you have a very cute dog by the way
1: (laughs) thank you she's gonna come cuddle and listen excellent yeah i agree i think it's i think what happens especially when it comes to pushing the video I think what happens is that people get so focused on the data and they forget that there has to be a story. We have to be able to explain what what does this number mean? How does it affect the business? Why is it important for us to address it? And then that will help drive that human component. And then you you capture kind of both ends of the spectrum as far as how people connect, whether they're analytical and, and they get the numbers and they can get on board just by seeing those numbers. But truly, that story will help drive that emotional connection, which at the end of the day, we're all people and we've got that need. We want to connect. So that's where that story piece really comes in. And and I think that is where success really starts to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, So I'm curious, if you were to identify maybe just a couple of things, two or three things that you think leaders should be doing um, regardless of where they're at in the organizational structure um, what are the things that leaders should be doing starting today if they haven't already to really work on developing that empowerment culture and helping to to uh, get the most out of their employees not from an exploitation standpoint but through you know a a human development standpoint like you know I I see you I see your potential I want to help you understand your potential I want to help you reach for that potential how do we create that kind of a culture
1: you know i think i think that the there's an obvious one and that's having those one on ones those regular ones. I think that's often overlooked and you assume that you know what's going on with all of your you're seeing the projects that are being completed or projects that are lagging but without having those regular connection pieces to really sit down have uninterrupted 30 minutes, an hour, whatever whatever works, sitting with, down with the, those employees and truly understanding what their pain points are, what are the areas where they're struggling and they need your support. If you're not doing that, you don't understand the areas that you can go in and really help this employee feel supported, but also help them be successful. And that leads into the second piece, which I think is probably one of the most overlooked uh, qualities that a leader needs to have, and that's managerial courage, because when you're having those conversations or when you're just checking in with your teams, you're, you're bound to have uncomfortable conversations, right? You are, you're creating an environment where an employee can bring a, a concern to you. And as a leader, you're not always going to be comfortable with what that concern is or can, what the following steps may be. You know, if you have an employee who brings a situation to you that they need your support and that requires you pushing back on your manager or their manager, that puts you in an uncomfortable situation at times. And managers really need to have that courage to be able to have those vulnerable conversations with their teams or their management so that they can really help both sides of the they can be successful and drive the business forward. I think that the the third thing that I would recommend to release really- is really understanding how your team is motivated and you know through through learning through your own personal development as a leader you're going to identify the ways that you can become a better leader but really at the end of the day if you're not spending time with each of your team individually and learning about what motivates them and what what makes them feel empowered you're not you're going to miss the mark um, even within my own team, I've got I have a couple of employees that respond really well to very direct feedback, and they appreciate that. They appreciate that I have other people on my team where that doesn't work, and it's it's a more collaborative effort. So by understanding how each person is motivated, you can really start to support them on a level that they wouldn't get otherwise.
0: Yeah, those are great tips, great insights. I think, you know, we do often overlook this, the simple but true principle of just developing relationships with our people. And so, you know, it, it really isn't complicated. I mean, relationships are complicated, but, but the elements that you were just describing aren't complicated. Like just making sure you have regular check-ins with your people, making sure that you, um, understand and know the needs of your people and and that can only happen as you're having conversations with them on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, you know you can't rely on on gossip or rumor um, and you, you need to, you know especially if there's a tension or there's some sort of a, 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 an issue that needs to be addressed you know you have to talk to the people that are involved just so you can understand all the sides to the story and be able to respond, you know, appropriately and effectively. And so, you know, just making sure that you have those regular touch points, and it doesn't need to be very long. It's not like you need to be spending, uh, um, you know, the majority of your time meeting in these one-on-ones. Um, yeah. le- leaders are incredibly busy. You have, you know, all sorts of um, pressures on you and on your time. Um, but the the small commitment towards these one-on-ones will play will pay huge dividends down the line and make your job easier, not harder. <laughs> yeah. If you if you just invest up front. And yeah. it seems, it seems to me, like my experience in working with people where they where they aren't doing that, they don't seem to really have the pulse of their people. They're not doing one-on-ones. Um, they don't really understand what's happening. And almost always they they make a comment, you know, about how they're just so busy. They don't have the time. Um, you know, they're constantly putting out fires and my response to that is well you know i think you need to shift your frame <laughs> you know and change the way you're approaching things and a little bit of of uh, concerted effort up front to lay the foundation will will allow you to be better prepared to to respond to real fires and real crises when they arise but it'll also help you because you have the relationships that are developing to respond to the everyday types of challenges that you face without going into crisis mode, um, you know, as, as some tend to do.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think that it that ties in nicely with the training of employees and, and mentoring too, because if you're having regular one on ones and if you're putting the time in up front to train your employees on a new process or a new whatever it is regarding a project. By spending that time up front, you open up your time later. And it's, it's interesting how they all, all of the leadership concepts kind of tie in together that by spending time with your employees consistently, up front, it will pay dividends. It will allow for you to spend your time on more strategic initiatives. It will allow you to spend more time with leaders and creating those changes for your team Whereas if you don't, what ends up happening is it's almost like you run in a circle, and you're in this, this circle of, I don't have time, I don't know what's going on, I don't have time to train, and then all of a sudden your projects aren't getting, not hitting initiatives, and, goals, and you feel overwhelmed and doubt. out.
0: Yeah. And if you feel overwhelmed as the leader, your people are going to feel overwhelmed because you set the tone. And yeah, I've I've just seen so many leaders that, you know, they have every good intention um, to, to move things forward. But because of that kind of running around like a chicken with your head cut off kind of an approach, yeah, that, that things just don't move forward, uh, and yeah. and you end up. I'm sure you've been in this situation too, where you just like you find yourself in yet another meeting, talking about the exact same things again, um, yeah. where there were supposed to be things that have happened, you know, in between, in the interim between meetings, and nothing yeah. has happened. Nobody's done anything, um, yeah. and and so you're just meeting again to rehash and rehash, and that's incredibly frustrating um, to your people if that's what you're doing. Um, and it's, it's demoralizing, uh, and, and, and so, you know, and it's, and it's not intentional. I don't think any leader would intentionally do that. Um, but you just, everyone has bandwidth issues. You know, you you can only do so much before things start to fall through the cracks, before you just don't have time. And if, again, if you're constantly trying to just put out fires alone and not being proactive in your approach then it's going to cause some problems. So, so know your people, work with your people, collaborate with your people, so that they can contribute back and help. everyone can, can collectively help move things forward.
1: Yep, yeah, I agree.
0: So let's transition now uh, towards supporting our people through times of uncertainty. So if, we're, if we have a, an empowerment mindset, we, we are trying to help our teams be successful collectively, uh, we want to provide the resources. We want to understand the pain points. We want to help people understand and, and maximize and fulfill their potential. Um, that's all well and good when things are going smoothly. When things are going, you know, predictably, then you know people make steady progress. But then that all gets disrupted once you start to have. Real crises happen, or you just have uh, sustained times of uncertainty, and that can take a lot of forms. That can be business uncertainty because shifts in the market, um, you know, downsizing, uh, you know, struggles like that that are internal to the organization. But it can be societal pressures. You know, right now we're dealing with a pandemic um, and all the implications that has, both. You know in terms of the social and and physical uh, emotional well-being of our people, but also of the business and the organization's ability to be sustainable, um, there's just all this stuff, right? And so what can leaders and what should leaders be doing to to support and to to reach out and help their people who are trying to deal with these uncertain times? Yeah,
1: that's a great question. and I think that 2020 has been a prime example of how everything can feel uncertain and you know I think right now people are struggling as a whole they're struggling with feeling motivated at work they're struggling with feeling like they are accepted at work they're feeling they're feeling tired and I think that the the best way that managers can support their employees through times of uncertainty is it's very similar to the same way that you would empower your teams, Uh, having regular check-ins, reaching out to your employees to see how they're doing. Are they doing okay? Do they feel burnt out? Are they feeling emotionally spent from everything that's going on? And I think by doing that, it requires that managerial bridge because they're, there may be uncomfortable conversations that come up and by understanding your employees and then really focusing on how can i as a human being support this other human through this and you know i i think it's it's difficult because i don't have the answer per se i think it's listening to your employees and then individually helping them to succeed you know it, it may require Time off, or flexibility, or supporting them through utilization of the EAP. Um, if your company has ERGs, connecting them with with their appropriate ERG, and it's such a unique situation to the employee. So I think it really comes down to listening, and then being prepared to support that employee, depending on what that that needs.
0: Yeah, and I think. Uh connected with everything you just said, it's, it's important to, you know, just show compassion and, and empathy and be human yourself in your response to your employees' struggles. Um, You know, right now, just because your employee, you know, may still have a job and, you know, still uh, has their financial needs taken care of, they may have a spouse or a partner who has lost a job, or they may have, extended family that have lost jobs. They may have people moving in with them. Uh, they may have kids in school, like doing online stuff at home while they're trying to work from home. Um, there could be, you know, the, the, the the social isolation takes a toll in terms of emotional, um, psychological health. And so, you know, there could be all these different things playing into it. And, leaders aren't immune from that either, by the way. So, so leaders, right. you know, you need to make sure you are taking care of yourself and practicing self-care. But even if if you feel fine, recognizing that, you know, just because you are handling things okay, doesn't mean that your people, you know, have everything uh, in place to be able to, to handle all the, the, the struggles, particularly when it's a sustained time of uncertainty, like we're dealing with right now. Um, initially, you know, people hoped and thought that maybe this would just be a couple months and it's you know, been going on for six plus months and really no particular end in sight. Um, it could continue for a long time. And, and so just like you said, having those dialogues, but approaching them you know, with uh, compassion and being with your, your team member to have a real human discussion uh, with them uh, is, is really, really key. I want everyone who's listening to, to really think carefully about what you would want, what you would need if and when you're struggling. Um, and then, you know, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that translates directly over to your people and exactly what they need, but it will help you be in a frame of mind of empathy and support. It will help you be in a frame of mind of, of uh, helping them in a way that will be um, needed and beneficial to them. Uh, and then recognizing that we need to tailor our approaches to each individual employee. Uh, so, just because you know one approach works for one uh, one team member, that doesn't mean this, the exact same approach will work for someone else. They're, they may be dealing with completely different things. Uh, but but as we strive to provide that support, to be understanding, to empower our people, and to reach out and to uplift them, then we will have the chance to make a real difference in their lives, help them to be successful and, and engender uh, loyalty and commitment from our people because they will remember how you treat them. Um, yeah. We're about out of time now, but I, yeah. I did want to make sure that I give you the last word uh, and that you have the opportunity to uh, share with listeners how they can get in touch with you, get connected and find out more about what you're doing and perhaps reach out to you if they need help or support.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think for, for our topic today, I think what I would say for leaders or for HR professionals that are listening, it really comes down to getting to know your employees. If you're a business partner, spend time with your business leaders, understand the needs of their teams, understand where the the pain points are when it comes to empowering their employees or supporting them through times of uncertainty. And as a leader, spend time with your employees And really listen, because right now, more than ever, employees are feeling vulnerable. They're feeling uncertain. They're feeling unsettled. And by listening to them, you can really start to show that support and start to build really strong relationships with your teams just by listening and supporting. Um, As far as connecting, I'm I'm happy to connect with anyone that has questions. You can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Summer Jensen. And I, we're, we're working on a few things right now as a company. We've got a couple of things going on with the SHRM College Relations Committee. So there's a lot of fun things that I've, I've been able to be a part of right now and happy to connect with anyone that has additional questions.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Summer. It's been a real pleasure talking with you today and exploring uh, these topics together. I know you have uh, such an incredible background and richness of experience. I appreciate the insights you've provided. And I would encourage uh, listeners to reach out to someone, get connected, find out more about what she can do for you. Uh, and I hope everyone stays healthy and safe, that you can all find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope everyone has a great week. Thank you. Thanks, John.